Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. I'm Julie, mom of twins, and I'm here to bring you self-awareness infused strategies to get you through the day without feeling so scattered. And today is one of my favorite type of episodes that combines all the practical tips along with really intentional strategies for our time that don't involve following a super rigid schedule. So all the magic is happening today with our guest, Lauren from Rally the Village, who is sharing this really fresh perspective on the concept of a village. We've all heard the term, it takes a village to raise our kids, but we often feel like we don't have one. We don't have the support we need, or we do sometimes, but not all the time. And so she's really bringing a new look on how to create a village in an unconventional way with some resources we have readily available at any time. And there's three key points that we hit throughout this conversation. So make sure you stay tuned to get through all of them. We really start out with some automation and that's just really ways to reduce our mental load and make things more efficient and moving to delegation. And there's some cool uh, opportunities here on how to delegate that I think you'll all find interesting. And wrapping up with this idea of connection point rituals that I promise you is the easiest thing you're probably already doing. And there's some ways to do a few more. So as you can tell, there's a ton packed in this conversation with Lauren that is going to really boost your motherhood and make you feel like this can be easier and you can do this. That's always the goal. Let's go. All right, you guys, we have a like-minded mom here with us today, and I'm super excited to talk about just enjoying motherhood more, which we would all love to do. So before we dig into all the details with that, I'm just welcoming Lauren here to the show. Please take a moment to introduce yourself. Hi, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. This is going to be fun. I am Lauren Mora. I am the founder of a group called Rally the Village, which is really, I call it like your mom's weekly management system. Um, So I focus with moms on every week on reducing their stress and adding more fun back to their plate. Who doesn't want that? Yes, please. (laughs) Sign me up. Uh, I love the, the practical, literally, how do we do the thing, which I always appreciate. So let's talk about this idea of it takes a village. Like that is something it's such, I love the name, like side note. Uh, It's so appropriate because I feel like we all are like, we need a village, but we very much feel like we're on an island. It just feels so lonely and secluded of like, we're just struggling in our own little world. Mm -hmm. So there's different things we can do. And you're definitely coming in to try and support and like, how do we make this easier, which is my mission over here. So I know some options that get thrown out there a lot are like, oh, hire help, like you get the cleaners, get a chef and all these things, which can maybe you can do one, maybe, but they're all lofty. And you're like, yeah, right, that's not happening. 
but maybe there is some compromise there. I'd love to hear your input on like, how do we get help and village, whether it's people we know or not, how do we get help, like getting help? Yes, that's what we need. We need the help, right? (laughs) We need so much more support. Yeah. Um, Okay. So I call it Rally the Village and really like my mission is to help moms to realize that the world looks a lot different than it has in the past. It's moving at warp speed now. Things just look so much different. And our village is going to look different. So I don't really focus on trying to take like the old way of thinking about the village and just replicating it because it's just hard. Like moms are just very busy today. It's super hard to carve out a lot of time. A lot of like the proximity of our families are not how it was, how it used to be, right? So I like to think of it as our village looks different. So let's just approach this from a way of like, okay, what is my village going to look like today? So I think, I don't know about you, but I was like a very regimented mom with my, I have three kids. They are now eight, seven, and three. So I still have, I call him my baby. He's not really a baby anymore. But um, for my first, I went all the way through the baby books. I got zero to six months, six to 12. And it tells you like, do this, do this next. Okay, now do this. And when I got to the end, when my kids got to be toddlers, I was like, where's my book? I need the book. Like there isn't one. There's no manual. <laughs> so I feel like I I don't know. I sort of went into that phase of them being more active without a real plan. And then it just gets to be so busy. We never really go back and sit down and think, how do I want this to look? How's this phase of life going to be? And then you just it just snowballs from there, right? Like every day we're just kind of running around like crazy. I just like to think of it as let's simplify this. There, We don't have time to do complicated things as moms. We don't have time to execute a lot of things and be managing even more than we already do. I always think of it as a plate. Here's my life. Here's my day. There's so many things that are on the plate. And a lot of it in this phase of life, stuff gets put on your plate from other people. Your kids have needs, school, like your work, your boss's needs, you know, like there's so many needs. And that's not even talking about your own needs and the things that you actually want to be doing. Let's think about how we can simplify the things that are on your plate that are going to be there. Like there, it's just inevitable. Like it's really hard to take a lot of those things off the plate. It's just part of being a mom in this phase of life. So I like to think about how can we do that in the simplest ways possible and maybe get some of that mental load out. So like, we're not thinking about, we don't have to manage in our head, like all the things that are on our plates, like automate that. And then, you know, so once you kind of thought about how to do that, then how do you add back the things again, very simply, very easy, like probably real short amount of time in this phase that are the good things in life, because I think we're moving so fast you sometimes feel like you aren't getting the quality time that you want. You're not being present with your kids or yourself. Like you're just not living up to the way that you wish you could as a mom, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's always a struggle. And you mentioned automating. What are, what does that look like? I feel like, because especially I love business and marketing. I listen to a lot of things and that is definitely a word. But if you're not in the entrepreneur space, maybe that's not, Automate isn't something you hear a lot. Yeah. What would be some examples of 
yeah. automation for that. Okay, so just full disclosure, my background is I come from the corporate world. Like that's where I was born and raised and trained. If you couldn't tell, yeah, by using words like that. But um, I was in strategic sales. And so my brain has been trained to think about that. Like, what is the big goal and how do we break it down into steps? So I kind of apply that to this business too in my life, in my house. Um, but I don't want it to feel cold like a business. Like, here's the goals. I'm working on March toward them. Like, I really like to focus on how do we want to feel, right? So anyway, um, so I think the automating is... I think you'd be surprised when she's because I was in my own life because I've done this in my family. That's how I built this program. It's like I started with me and then I was like, mm -hmm. I think other moms really need this. So that's how this program came to be. I was like, okay, what is around my life that I can automate? And it turns out there's quite a lot of things like I, I focus on in my um, membership. I do a lot of this for them, but you can think about what's what in my house am I buying? Like what errands can I automate? What things can I automate, you know, like the um, chores, like I walk through them with how to set your chores on a schedule. Uh, you don't have to be doing your laundry every single day. Your standards don't need to get lower because I, for one, I can't stand a messy house. So I really don't like somebody telling me like, just in this phase of life, like just deal with the messier house because you'll have happier kids. You know, some people sort of go by that moniker, but my brain just doesn't like it. <laughs> I like it to be tidy, but I do say you don't have to be doing it all every day. So I put all of that stuff in my house on a schedule. I've automated like all the ordering as much as I possibly can. I've put on a schedule so that I'm not thinking about it anymore. Dinners, it's like a huge pain point for families. Put my plan on a schedule and it's just going. So I'm spending a lot less brain power every single day and week on that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think like what I'm hearing is in this case, we often think of our village as our people, but your village can also be tools and systems that support you. Absolutely. So that's like doing the Walmart pickup. So you don't have to go <laughs> through the store, like being able to shop at your convenience or putting, yeah, your meal plan or laundry schedule or some of those reoccurring tasks that you do constantly as a mom, figuring out how you can just have a schedule that you're not having to think about. I always talk about when it's just in the back of your mind, you're stressing all the time. But if you have assigned times for it, then at least, you know, like, okay, I know when it's happening, it'll mm -hmm. be fine. <laughs> Yes. So 100%. I think that's a huge um, perspective shift on our village to think of your your tools and your systems. Yeah. And I, I have a big um, area where I feel like it's really important for us as moms to learn to delegate. And I am awful at that. Like, I'll be the first to raise my hand and say I'm not great at it. But I think like even that is you can think about it differently. Delegating doesn't always mean hiring, like you were saying, the full-time person, the cook, the, you know, the au pair, like it doesn't have to be like that. It can be a service, a one-time service. It can be um, a tool in your house that you use by a Roomba, you know, like it can be an app on your phone that's either free or paid, or you can delegate it to, I mean, there's a lot more things that our kids can do that I think like I just do it because I'll do it faster and it'll just get done. It'll get done the right way. And I just continue on doing that and never like they can do it. We can teach them. You just have to stop and take the time to do it, which is painful. But then on the other side of that, they're doing it. So I think there's a lot of different ways to think about delegating that make it easier on us. <laughs> it's not just spending money. Yeah. Oh, this is so good, you guys, because that that is just reframing things. And I love the delegation. So what I think two key things here, what can you automate and what can you delegate? 
and yes, get that Roomba and use it <laughs> and whatever. And the kids doing more, definitely. I think we have such an aversion because we know it can be slightly painful and time consuming, but it's our job to teach them these skills and they're not going to learn if we don't teach it and knowing we're going to get time on the other end. It's a short term sacrifice for a longer term. And like, we can't continue to be bitter and upset that we're doing everything and not having enough time when there are resources available to help us. So yeah, this is the little like uncomfortable chat to be like, all right, stop making it harder for yourself. <laughs> and that is hard. It's harder before it gets easier sometimes with that kind of thing. Yeah. So when we're using our, our village and whatever it looks like or delegation and all of that to make things easier, how do we also, because all of this helps us get more efficient and deal with our time and not be stressed out, which is great. How do we move even deeper to enjoyment? How do we go from just getting by to actually enjoying the process? Because I think that's a big missing piece. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think about it, like before we all had kids, I think we all had a vision of what motherhood was going to look like and what kind of a mom we were going to be. And it was like this sweet, like, oh, I'm going to love on my kid and oh, I'm going to help them take their first steps. And I'll be, you know, right alongside holding their hand and nudging them and encouraging them to be independent and all. And I think we're still doing those things. But I think if you, I mean, I'll speak personally, like when I was honest with myself and looked at my day to day with my kids, it doesn't match the vision of what I want to be as a mom, which is sure. a really hard thing to face. I mean, that's a very hard thing to realize. And I sort of had a feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing the, what I want to be doing. And this is, and that's when, that's when I sort of had this huge, that was the genesis of this idea to change for my family. Because I said, oh my gosh, am I going to look back in 40 years and just say like, I really regret the way that I spent that phase of life with my young kids. And I didn't want to do it. It scared me so bad. So anyway, I think it feels really stressful and sometimes impossible to execute. That's everything on our plates. But I go back to just make it really easy on yourself. Like, so we talked about the things on your plate that are just going to be there, like the life, I call it life management stuff. But on the other side, the things we want to add, that can also be really simplified. I think like moms today, you look around and the other moms are on social media. We sort of get the message where like, you need to be spending a lot of free time with your kids, you know, get on the floor and free play with them for a long time. I think we have a lot of guilt when we don't do that, when we're not always spending time with our kids. But I mean, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up, my memories aren't from when my mom sat on the ground with me and played with blocks for an hour. It was like little pinpoints of time. It's like, oh, I remember when we did that like crazy thing, or we went on that really cool vacation. So I think for kids, it's the quality of the moment and not the quantity of the time. And so uh, that was my hypothesis. And I put it to test in my house. And I mean, I'm telling you, after a long time of doing this with my kids, like I can say that it has been the game changer in my house. So let's just, I have a list, five minute, 10 minute ideas of fun things that we can do because I'm like really bad at coming up with stuff in the moment. I'm just not like a crafty mom where they're like, oh, we have five minutes. Like, oh, let me, you know, 
come up with this handmade craft. I just don't do that. So I plan ahead and I have this list that I can refer back to. And really every Sunday I sit down and say like, okay, what's one thing? We can, like, it's not a lot. It's one thing, maybe two things that we can do this week. But also my brain learned over time that when you walk in the door on a weekday and your kids have been at school and maybe you've been at work, maybe you work out of the home or in the home and you're like, I don't have time to do anything. We have homework baths, maybe an activity. I have to get dinner on the table. There's all these things. There's chores, there's dishes in the sink. Your brain just says like, I don't have time for that. And fun becomes just another thing on the to-do list. But what my brain learned was so amazing. It was like, okay, I'm going to take five minutes and do this activity that I've planned with my kids. We're going to sit down, we do it. And then I go back to my regularly scheduled program and my brain learned like, oh, you weren't lying. You were, you now we're back to work and it was only five minutes. And look, we had this fun little moment with the kids. And so over time, like I sort of fake it until I make it for, I did that for a little while until I was like, oh, wait, I'm actually having fun. Like then I could put everything down. I wasn't preoccupied with what was going on at work that day or what I needed to do for dinner. My brain like just learned it's okay. It's going to be five minutes. You can be present and do this and then it's done. And you have that memory. I mean, I mean, it was amazing. So from the back. Yeah. And I do the same thing with my own like self-care. I mean, it looks the same. Like I don't have time for an hour long bubble bath these days. I just, I don't have that kind of time on my hands. So I make it very small. I just think of like, what are little things that can make me happy? You know, I bought myself a little pair of slippers. I bought myself a really nice hand cream. I find an interesting like little latte or coffee, you know, to make in the morning. I do that one day, like just little things that just make you feel good. Like that's how I kind of approach it. I'll just make it easy. This phase of life, we don't have time for these complicated things. We're just trying to get in those really important priorities in our life in the easiest way possible. Yes. I so love having someone else share this because it's so true. We obsess over time and rightly so. It does have a lot of impact in in our day and our schedule and all of that, but everything is based on time. And that's where we're freaking out and feeling guilty that we're not doing enough and not getting everything done, where if we would shift to quality and make that the priority, I love I had tried that too, especially when my kids were younger, have just that like brain dump of list of ideas. And even if you like go a step further and have an area where you have supplies you can grab or something yeah, like yeah. just to not have to panic and be like, oh, what can I do right now? Like to just look at your list and be like, okay, cool. We can do that. Yeah. Mm, so empowering. So I love that you create these go-to lists and it's so crazy the psychology and like how our brain works to spend like that quality five, 10, 15 minutes and how much better we feel. Like at the end of the day, we're like, oh, that feels so good versus not doing that and just scrambling and just being frustrated because you're trying, they're asking to play with you or whatever. And you're like, oh, I got to do dinner. I got to do this and I got to do that. And then we feel bad yeah. where if we would have just done those five, 10 minutes, it would be a completely different answer at the end of the night with how you feel. And I also want to make the point too, like, for instance, last year, my, I, my three-year-old now, uh, he was still three at the time for like six months. He had a really bad sleep regression. I mean, I'm talking, we had a few hours of sleep every night for like an extended period of time. And I was a walking zombie. I know if you're a mom, at some point, your kid gets you with the sleep regression or 
you get sick or something's good. You're very, very busy at work. You just don't have time for these things and it's causing you more guilt, you know, that you're not doing them. Um, one of the things I really love to focus on is what I call rituals. Like if you think about it, you're probably doing this already with your kids, reading them a little book at night or, you know, sing a little song, whatever you might pray before dinner. But so I also have a list of rituals that we do. So these are things like little connection points to make your kids feel special and seen, but they don't take any extra time, even five minutes. Like they kind of happen in the course of your day already. So like Sometimes, you know, we'll sing a silly song while we're brushing our teeth, or it could be a secret handshake you have, like when you're dropping them off at school. I come up with a lot of different of these ideas, but um, it could be like seasonal things you can do. But it's just, if you are feeling guilty that you can't even do these things, don't worry about it. Do, do some rituals and your kids still feel like that connection to you, you know? Mm, I love that. That's so cool. The I like that phrase, the connection point rituals. That's that feels doable. Mm -hmm. That feels easier. And it's just like pick one moment of your day that happens every day, like brushing teeth or dinner or whatever, and find some quirky little fun thing just to that you always do and build that. That's I love it. These are such good practical takeaways, you guys, that just pick one and implement it. And you're already going to feel better that you're being more intentional and you're having more quality time. So amazing. And I love that all these are it's scheduled and routine, but yet it doesn't feel so rigid and scheduled out for like every minute of our day. I love that all of this feels more organic and not like super for. So I just wanted to give a moment if you had any feedback on because I know I have this, I don't know what it is, even though I'm a planner and I like to be intentional. It's definitely a journey that I am still on that I'm taking us all on here. But just the idea of color blocked time blocking and like I cringe. I don't know why you would think I would be like the perfect match to that. But I'm like, yes. But for some reason, I'm just like, Ugh, it feels too, too boxed in and scheduled. I need a little more yeah, flexibility. Yeah. So I'd love to just hear your thoughts on that too, of how we be yeah. intentional without... Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I think with that, like two big things. One, if I feel like what works for one family doesn't work for another. So if you are using a color black system that somebody else came up with, like maybe it does work amazingly in their house. But I just think if if you're not going to do it long term, just toss it out the window. It doesn't work for you. And that's fine. Like if the color block, I can't do that either. I, I have tried so many times in my own business to like block my schedule for the day. I just cannot make myself do it. <laughs> as much as I, my brain's like, you want to do this. It's going to be yeah. great. I just don't. But also like go back to, I feel like when you miss some of that or you stop doing it, you just have this feeling like I failed. Here's another thing that I didn't do. Right. Or I just, we have enough of that as moms. Like <laughs> we don't need something else adding to our guilt pile to pile mm-hmm. on like, Oh, I I failed at that. I didn't do that right either. So the things, the ideas that I have, like what's in my program, the things I've spoken about today, it's like, take this idea and make it work for your family. What are you, what works for you is what times of the day, you know, do you want to do things like the frequency of the week? And like, we have different goals as moms, you know, some of us want to be a stay at home mom. Some of us want to have our career and our kids come second. That's fine. Like, it's just, you have to make it work for you. But I think it's being intentional and proactive instead of reactive. You got to figure out a way to like, 
things are just coming at you and you're reacting to it, that causes so much stress. It's just sitting down and making a very easy plan, even if it's just week to week and it changes every week. Like just make a simple plan. And you, I don't know, my plan lives on my refrigerator. If it's there, I'm 85, 90% more likely to follow it than if I'm just like, oh, I'll remember that. Oh yeah, we'll do that. It doesn't happen. (laughs) Yeah. If you want it to happen, put it on your calendar and put it in your face. (laughs) That's why I love, I have a fridge calendar as well. Things that are in your face is more likely to happen. And I just love the, again, self-awareness is our thing here infused in it. And so that's the big piece. If a routine color block schedule every day makes you feel at ease, like, okay, I have a plan. Awesome. Do it. But if it's not like find other avenues and I love that you bring up, it can change week to week if you need to. It's literally whatever you want. A plan doesn't have to be rigid, but the plan still helps you know what to do with your time and not be because then we just spiral in our panicky whenever there's any minutes. It's like, do I do laundry? Do I play with my kids? Do I do the dishes? Do I do work? Like then we freak out hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm not saying I don't have my moments of overwhelm. I mean, I have right. freaks. Yeah. It's like, it's a lot. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh, oh, and then I'm like, okay, it's all right. It's fine. It's all written down. It's planned. Like I got this and I give myself a little pep talk and we just keep going. But, um, but this does greatly reduce my stress managing it this way. For sure. And I, yeah. And I have to do more of clarifying too. Like it's all about making mom life easier, but it doesn't mean it's easy all the time. Like it's still (laughs) plenty hard, (laughs) plenty hard all the time. And that, but that's where we have to like really dig in and find where can we make it simple? Where can we make it easier? Where can we find our village and use those tools and resources and and people to all make it as better as we can. So I really appreciate that you're in this space as well, trying to bring the resources and take some of that mental load off. And I would love for you to share a little bit more. You've kind of shared a little bit, but I'd love for you to be specific in what things you offer that just kind of create that village for us and making things easier. Yeah, sure. Okay. So um, the program that I have is a monthly membership. It's $30 a month. So it's like a dollar a day. I've find that to be worth it. But um, so once a week, I send an email out to my members. And it has a lot of the things that we are focusing on in the background that's causing that mental load, like the planning, the like the planning of what's coming up next, that sometimes takes us off guard. And then we're doing it in the 11th hour, and we're really stressed about it. Like I help them look ahead at what's coming up on the calendar, meal planning, I help them do that. Um, we do like a five minute fridge sheet. So I have a fridge sheet and everybody, you know, kind of does their Sunday quick planning. We do um, quarterly projects that are like the projects that are on your list for life, but you never get to because you're a busy mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, And then I also have a uh, month, every month I come out with an activity idea sheet. So um, a lot of the things we talked about, it's rituals. Every month, I'll, I'll give you um, new ritual ideas, self-care ideas, delegation ideas, easy community service ideas to do with your kids so that you feel like you're a valuable member of the community. And then fun. That's the biggest category that has the most ideas because that's what that's what we love to do, you know. So and then every, through the week, I support them through a private account where we can, you know, chat back and forth. And I 
just provide weekly support. So yeah. And um, I also, uh, if anybody listening wants to dive in a little bit deeper on these topics, I have a free uh, private audio cast. I'll give you the link so you can put it in the notes. Yes. Awesome. That would be amazing to, yeah, first step of getting a little taste. And this all sounds incredible. And so just you guys taking advantage of anything that makes makes our life a little bit easier and therefore facilitates us enjoying our days more is just huge. Thank you so much. Please share how they can, where they find you to mm-hmm. connect. Sure. I will have stuff in the show notes, but like social. Yep. Where can yep. I am Rally the Village. Um, that's my website. It's uh, R-A-L-L-Y thevillage.com and Instagram. It's the same Rally the Village. That's where I am. That's where I hang out. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for just Thanks for having showing me. up with all these practical yeah, strategies. I appreciate it. I know. I'm glad to always find other moms who like, sometimes you do feel like you're living like all alone. You're experiencing things and you talk to other moms. You're like, oh, you do too. So it was a great conversation. Yes. It's so encouraging. Find the planner who's not super rigid. So (laughs) we are same side of the coin here. Love it. So Lauren just gave us so many practical tips to help us make a motherhood easier. And I just want to highlight two takeaways for you. The one main one being that your village can be tools and systems and not just people. So if you've been struggling with that, I hope this gives you encouragement that you can build in some support and make things easier. And the other one I want to highlight is this idea of connection point rituals. Those quick, little, even silly moments throughout the day that just provide those memories. Because as she brought up and we talked about, really those memories are we have of our childhood are brief moments. It's not necessarily that we remember all the hours spent every single day doing different tasks. It's special moments that are highlighted for us. So to really focus on the quality and not just the quantity of time. So I hope those two little things encourage you and all the tips here, whatever you pulled out that stuck out to you today, that you can take at least one of those and start implementing it and just feeling really encouraged in your motherhood that it can feel better. Like this is very doable and you can make your daily life a little smoother and a little bit easier. Re-listen if you need to and take some notes so you have ideas. Start with one. 